Thank you, Livingston. So what we're going to do for these two days is to, no, the first night, which is tonight, I just want to go through a season of teaching with you. And then tomorrow night, we celebrate victory. Then Sunday, we just have January. What I love, you see, just the mobilization alone gives me the thrill. So I love your mobilization. I, I personally think that it's awesome. I think you, there's no match to it. There's nothing in the world right now that can match your mobilization skill, your determination, your fortrightness, your focus. And those are the things a man, a woman, young or old needs in order to overcome and live a meaningful life in a very complicated world. The world is very complicated. I'm building up a case tonight. It's very complicated. People are very complicated. But the thing is, when you walk with what I want to show you tonight, when complicated people come around you, you demystify them. You simplify them. You disarm them. Because you, you look harmless. And that's what scripture says. And so, I've discovered in scriptures now that, you see, just like earth was structured, heaven is extremely competitive. Jesus said, to him who overcomes, I will give X, Y, Z. So, we are not in a race with pastors. I want to get there with people God can't win. So when we march in, when the nation family march in, angels will be in bewilderment. Then will come, a, thank you, if you. When you walk into the gate of eternity, they would say, what is man? That you are mindful. The men you have now, angels are not saying, what is this pastor in the okay, road that you are mindful of him? He's not mindful of anything. The guy is hustling for his kids and family. And unbelievers are doing a better job. But there must be, God always have a witness in every generation. Men and women that are strange by nature. Look, and I, I don't want to appear to the world as strong. So I, I caution what myself and what I say. But honestly to God, if there are one million plus people joining our enemies, I will be having fun. Imagine pity without this. I love it. It's like, okay, so let me caution myself. When God made Adam, let me start from there tonight because we want to talk about now faith is and Pastor, Dan, Pastor, Pastor Sam had laid a foundation tonight and I think it's a perfect foundation. But I want you to imagine for a minute 
that you and I are just in a room talking. I'm talking to you. Forget this old physical contraption now. I want you to focus and I know there are many reasons why you've got to be distracted. But for this night, I would hope that you're focused so that tomorrow can be meaningful. When God made Adam, God gave him an assignment. He had to install into him the sense of purpose. In other words, Adam, you're created for this reason. Have dominion. That's all. It is not a survival thing. He asked him to have dominion. Every word that God gave to Adam was battle word. Dominion. Subdue. Replenish. Multiply. There were efforts. Because without all these things, and I, I hope you're ready for that scripture. I need that scripture first. Without these things, all the effort of God becomes nothing. It becomes meaningless. So Adam was not raised as a gentleman. It's, there's no definition for gentility or, or toughness. The first thing he knew was to advance. Is to push boundaries. That's all he knew. So you can't call him an ungentleman. You can't call him a gentleman because he's just on mission. You didn't hear that. You can't call him right or wrong. It's just an assignment. And in subduing and in taking over, as you proceed further, certain characters in you that is fit for assignment manifests. And this is where we have the problem in this world. Again, the issue is when those characters manifest, everyone that has been subdued has a name for it. English was created to cage things, to decipher things, to demystify character and behaviors and call it a name. And whatever people call it part time, whatever they call it at that time, you will be subdued by words. It is words that empower. It is words that subdue. It does not matter what you see. If what you say it's not aligning if what you say is not aligning either positively to what you see or negative to what you see if it is not aligning it won't work so the first thing God did to Adam was not to show him things was to tell him things because as far as the outside of Eden is concerned there will be many things that he would see that would discourage him. But when he encounters darkness, he knows what he heard. Now, faith is what you are hearing right now. Because it was the word that became flesh. The Bible says that faith comes. In other words, faith is not just words. When it is spoken out, it becomes a living being. It becomes a moving object. It has life. Whenever he eats a young man or a young woman, a girl or a boy, if he eats you, it's a living, <laughs> it's a living being on the inside of you. I'm just remembering what you posted. Uh, a pastor was delivering someone that is demon possessed, and he said, "There's someone living in her, like a human being. Does the person go to bathroom? Does he?" 
Does a person go to the toilet? Pardon my words. Does he eat Chinese food? What, what exactly? How exactly? He said he's, the person is literally living there. <laughs> you see, the kind of mental health that is in the church, it's unbelievable. Then the same man that says someone lives in, is living in her, when he's tired, he said, now the person is gone. Say, hallelujah. And so there's no way to even verify these things because he's the one that saw that a human being is there. He's the one that saw that he's gone. Nobody lives in a person in our brain box. Every word is programmed there. Depending on what you grew up with, the word is a living being, the word. The word itself, the word himself is a person because if it's not a person, it cannot become flesh. It was first an expression which is God himself. The moment you start hearing it. So it wasn't one day and one minute that God told Adam, be fruitful, be multiply. It was a continuous teaching of his attributes and the character that is on the inside of him. He kept telling him what you're made for. You see, that is faith. Faith is purpose. And so there is no faith for buying a car unless your, unless your purpose is to be a car. By the time you have faith for car, you are a car. You're going to be reading upon. That's Africans. They have church meetings where he said, I have faith for a car. That's now you see inside purpose. Unless again you are meant to be a Uber driver, which is fine. Inside purpose is every tool that you need to fulfill purpose. So you don't need faith for a car. You need faith to believe in your purpose. Now, if a car is needed for that purpose, it will come to you. Whatever tool is needed, as long as your mind and heart is not wandering to get that material thing, it will be attracted to you, not the other way around. You don't have faith for marriage. Inside purpose, what you've heard, the dominion word, the subdue word, as you're working that purpose, if, and I repeat the word if, if marriage is important in the fulfillment of that. Now, you know, Christians, pastors will then kick against that because they're always praying for people's marriage. But are we going to deny the fact that some people die not married? Are they less I don't understand it. Every time in church that happens, you know why they, they, they are miserable? Because their pastor keeps telling them to have faith for demon-induced stuff. So they are not looking for purpose. They are looking for tools to make themselves happy. The reason why God gave Adam hands is so that Adam can be homophobic, so that he can till the earth. If he doesn't have to till the earth, he will have no hands. No, you didn't hear what I just said. If he doesn't have to move, he will have no legs. So sometimes when you look around you, if something is missing, 
is because you don't have to. Purpose is so powerful because people will then say, well, how about those who are lazy? We won't work for things. You see, there is no laziness when faith comes. Faith drives you like an addiction. Faith is why we give. People don't understand how much we give, you know. It's not a matter. You know what I mean by how much we give? There's a difference between giving 90%. Forget church. Those ones give 10%. Those are not serious people. That's not even in the Bible, really. Faith, purpose, we, we give 200% out of 100. Meaning you have to meet up with the 100 later. Or be punished for the 100 you've given. And it's like the lashes, the punishment of that is just so sweet. What is driving you to do these things? Faith. What is faith? Because somebody preached to you in church and said it's so good to give. No. It's because you find a purpose. That purpose at the beginning, listen to this part, in the beginning of that purpose is bigger than you. You didn't hear that. It's bigger. Now that's why the Bible has to use words like now faith is. It is bigger than it's bigger than what you are now. But it is demonstrating what you will be. Which is what you are. Uh-huh. Did you hear that? It is what you are, but in this physical realm, you will be it. That's why you are behaving like this now. See how you are dressed. You will be this. Not because you have money. Now faith is the physical manifestation of that which is eternally in our spirit. Our spirit has picked it up. Have you noticed that there are people you can preach nationalism to all you like. You can tell them about it better. They can't get it. It's impossible. Now you can keep praying for them, but like, let me tell you, they will not make it. It is not what they will be. It is not what they are created to be. Meanwhile, there are people that in a minute you say something to and they get it. In fact, there are people who begin to say nationalism without knowing you. Anyways, back to the scriptures now. Tell me please. Genesis 1 verse 28. Guys, um, this weekend, can you buy less clothes please? Where is this in each of them? Ah. I know by tomorrow, Selfridges and Harrods will hear it. I don't know how you people get money. I don't understand. Can you buy less clothes? Okay, this Sunday is called Repeat of Clothes Sunday. Yeah? Yeah, guys? Amen? Amen? It's called, okay. They are not agreeing. This is the first time circulation is not saying amen to what I'm saying. Unbelievable. Nobody is saying a word. Can I hear an amen? amen. They say those that those who don't have. <laughs> those who don't have. Say, I've been telling them. <laughs> Beryl is leading. What, what's going on in COD? Beryl led that amen. Oh, they say you're not COD. Imagine... 
You say it's repeat of close Sunday and wealth family leader is the one that first says, Amen! <laughs> Seriously, guys. Um, we're in a warfare... Se- uh, no, that's not going to work. They're just going to say, yeah, that's why we're going to wear military clothes. <laughs> That's not going to work. I'll find something from scriptures. Scriptures. Then God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful. Imagine if they can be eaten by themselves. If fruitfulness just means reproduce kids. Why is he telling them? Because they already have all the all the organs to reproduce. Why is he telling them? Because even though you have certain organs, you will still not produce but for the word. So pure or pidami or pisam can be or pshadia or whoever can be intelligent financially. When it comes in the line of purpose, there must be a backing word so this guy feels that he has all sense of politics or, or banking. But if it is outside of purpose, fine. But when it comes in divine purpose, alignment with divine purpose, there has to be a word. Imagine every time from Abraham, Abraham blessed Isaac. Asked him to be fruitful. Asked him to be blessed. Isaac took the same blessing. He blessed his son Jacob and Esau. They took the same blessing. He blessed Joseph. Joseph took the same blessing. Blessed Ephraim and Manasseh. Because even though these guys have seen their fathers prosper, they've seen things happen without the word, they can't do it. So God looked at Adam and says, be fruitful, tell me. Be fruitful and multiply. They have all the organs for these things, but the real organ, I don't want you to forget this, the real organ is the word. So if the word comes on an invalid, someone that has no expertise, you see why we don't advance, we neglect the word. We focus on our strength and God says, I made Adam. Adam was made as a perfect man. However, I still needed to give him the word in order for him to function according to heaven's purpose. So why do we have word conference? You constantly finding you. The word launching you until you hear the word dominion. Because dominion is not something we're trained with at all. In fact, we are trained with subdue subdueness <laughs> that's what uh, it's like our parents went to school of making sure that we are subdued subconscious university of subdue subconscious they don't know so when, when I talk about our parents you can't look back and say I blame them you can't blame them they don't know can I ask you tonight for a census a head count how many of us don't raise your hand because I know people want to prove that they come from some great family, Rothschild family. Just chill. 
How many of us were trained with, by fathers who said, you see, as you're going out today, I want you to know the world is yours. Spine up, chin up, take the world, be bold. There's no one like you. Your father told you that. Chris, they said they are pointing to Chris. Yeah? It must be. You, you I agree. And fathers will wake their kids up saying you can do anything. Finance is yours. These men were so weak they ran away with women. Women. Like... <coughs> I won't say what I want. Like they can't even face two women and coordinate them. So they ran away with one. Weak fathers, weaklings, weak. Cowards, cowards. Coward father telling their son about, remember the son of whom you don't walk with those guys. Don't go around those guys. Cowards. God looked at Adam and told him our dominion <coughs> over everything. I want you to remember that the word God gave the first man is the word he gave the last man. As long as his man is the same word. It doesn't come to Oni and say, well, you're not the man that I made in Eden. So you don't worry about subduing. No, it's saying what I said to one. I said to all. And everyone that comes out of the rib of the man is the same instruction. He hasn't changed that instruction. Now, so when the world looks at our boldness, this is a boldness a pity has. It's a dominate thing. It's not, you have to be taught to be subdued. Somebody has to teach you that problem is coming. Whereas there are those of us who just run headlong into problem because it cannot drown me. Don't jump in a ocean. But I believe that if I do and I can't swim, I would have to make it somehow. Because God needs me here more. I'm not sure if you're getting this. I'm talking about faith and purpose. Tell me, let's finish this. Fill the earth and subdue it. So, simple, put it this way. This is crystal, Sakodi. She grew up with her parents, amazing parents. She's Ghanaian. All that is great. They trained her well. She comes to the nation family. We take everything in that training out. You put nationalism there. Why is that? What is nationalism? Word. The now faith. The manifestation. It starts with not being something but behaving it. So Adam has not subdued the earth, but when he wakes up every morning, he's a subduer of the earth, a replenisher, a dominator. But you see, that's why the Bible says it does not appear. We do not know what we will be, but we know when he appears, we'll be exactly like him. And so those who have this also, we are behaving it already. 
because as you're walking through like Adam, you, you are the Adam that God wants. Everyone look at you and they are proud of you. So Christos according now goes. He wants to feel, she wants to feel the earth. She starts with that soul winning thing. She's not begging nobody. She's infusing herself. She's reproducing herself. That's subduing. Everyone who comes around that cycle, they are becoming like her. Pure are guided by the word and just the word alone. Nothing missing, nothing broken, just a word. But you see, if, if Christus Sekodi, listen to this now, if she has one element of Ghana and Sekodi in her, one, like science say, one percent DNA makes you the person. If she has one percent, she will not subdue the earth. This is where the issue is. Just one. So she can say, well, you know, unlike my parents, let's say, I don't go to their kind of church. Everyone says, thumbs up. I give more than them, let's say. Everyone says, thumbs up. I do this. You see, when they find one, it cancels orders. So the man who came to Jesus by nighttime said, what must I do to inherit the kingdom. And Jesus said, look, let me be factual with you. You won't make it. Yeah. So look at what God does. Every situation in our lives comes in order to completely kill us so that we can be born again. Everything. Because that nature is not going to make it. You want logic to what I just said? Look, guys, please. Can we ask ourselves the question? Have you ever seen any prayer person prosper? I haven't seen, and I grew up in church. So you didn't grow up in church. I hope you've seen a prosperous prayer warrior who is always in church. Your fathers were prayer people. So let's forget the outside. <laughs> See, as I speak, they're struggling. You know the truth. They're, they're struggling like unbelievers. And you know, we can sit and look at their problems, but we're also just on a journey there. I've not seen there are people we've managed to call them prayer people prospering. There was a time we said uh, rupture were born again people. You see, those people were, and then we tried to manage it in and use it as church testimony. Those people are so far from born again, according to our standard. And when you begin to look for Christians who practice the word so that you can back up your theory. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you please listen to me any young person you know now is going to church to pray to just pray and go home huh? the end of it is pure frustration and not making it end of story there's nothing that would happen very soon God will come and he will not 
God is an expert in not coming. You know, you, you, if I open your mind now, you'll see frustration about God and why God didn't intervene. Stop all those things because even with that, it's still just saying, hmm. It's not going to happen. Forget it. Well, if you talk like that and you think like that, then things da 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 da. Nothing is going to happen. Nothing. So, then the question then is, then what is God's part in this? The word. It saw a man. It raised a man. It gave him purpose. This man is now supposed to walk by certain guidelines. It's not going to be spiritual. It's not going to be Adam kneeling down in the middle of Eden and say, oh God, come down. God says, I won't come because it's not according to our protocol. Miracle, they say, is the breaking of protocol. I said, no wonder I've not seen any broken. No wonder. God is going to break out the protocol to bless you. I said, okay, I would like to actually see that because I don't like protocol. I like shortcut. But it didn't happen. This year is going to be the year of miracles. Yeah, okay. First of January. 31st December. God didn't break nothing. Then you have the auntie in church. Say, Hallelujah. I want to thank God because God did a miracle in my life. She's a liar from the pit of mental illness. Liar. Pure liar. Mental health situation. So what is the relationship between man and God? Word. What is word? Purpose. Be fruitful. Imagine if we as people of color, for example, imagine when we, the first word we heard from our fathers, or any color for that man, imagine the first word you heard is purpose. Why you are here. You won't go to prison. Prison is, you're looking for what to do. You will still be as stubborn. But you had a father channeling it. To do something. Not advisors. Most of the people you people call fathers, they are just advisors. Uh, doing an interview for me yesterday. What, what do you have for the younger generation? I said, you do your life as you like. Don't go and put me in that box of uncles. What will you tell the younger generation? So what generation am I? Talking about what are you going to tell your younger self? I said, go to hell. <laughs> Advice you have for younger generation. So what generation am I coming from? Because you've got to come from somewhere like Metusela and come down. I say, you young people, advise yourself. Open the word. Advise you. A person does not have right to advise you just because they are old. Jesus taught that man, so let me retrace my way. He said to him, very, 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 I see unto you, except a man be born again. And the man said, shall a man enter his mother's womb if he's already old? Jesus said, listen, it, age and old does not mean anything. You will still not make it even if you are 900 years old. 
So it's a complete mindset shift, meaning that to start this life, you must only have four or five words in your brain. Fruitful. Multiply. Subdue. Replenish the earth and have dominion. Anything outside of those five words, you're already in the whole life. There's one DNA in you and that DNA will mess everything up. Even if you fast for 17 years. 17 days of prayer will not save you. By the way, I heard the story of Conley and Kate. It was in the 17 days of prayer that Conley started asking Kate out. I said, wow, and I've announced the wedding. You see, you see why no prayer was that? Days of prayer. You see, this guy is just there thinking, ah, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> can we finish this thing and I'll walk this girl home? And pray. The, the place not to find, like, asking at this prayer, like, how? I thought that would have happened in the times of party. Kunle is the only guy that God would chase in the 17 days of prayer opposite upside down but we're gonna set it right this Sunday you know it's been right before where when else should you find um <laughs> so if you desire to marry if you desire to be a billionaire if it is outside of those five words, first, it's not likely to happen. Already, you know, billionaire don't happen. It's, it's, that one is stubborn. You see, <laughs> it's very stubborn. Thousand there, stubborn stuff, stubborn. You know how many times we've sung for money and rebuked the devil that owes money? That devil just said, I'm not going anywhere. I like you. The devil that hates money is married to the church. They are both married. They, 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 they even consummate their marriage and then produce. The moment you enter a church and they put you in um, the, um, um, learner's class, da, 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 they are building you. You are a baby of poverty. That's the end. You have five words. When you, be, when you begin to say those words back to yourself, the eternal spirit in you begin to rise to the occasion. And you're gonna have you're gonna need time to keep saying it. Look, you can wear a cloth, you can live in a house that you feel like you are smaller than it. Did you hear what I just said? You, you, you can achieve things that you feel like it's not you, you are smaller. And the question is. Why? I'm not here to encourage you to say you're bigger because if you feel excited tonight, in a few days you will feel this is not for me. You just made a million. You feel, hmm, not me. Something in you begin to reject it. Like it's, you're not entitled to it. Where did that come from? When God created us as eternal spirit, he gave us five words. Those words. When we came to the earth, those that we met that have been messed up begin, began to reprogram us. 
they gave us the opposite of fruitfulness. They said, be not fruitful. Be barren. Be subdued by the earth. Have you seen our parents pushing that we go to school? Go to school. Go to school. Meaning, let the English... Go to school means, and you should, it means let the English system subdue you, flatten you out so that you can fit in because it's like a whole structure. If you don't flatten out, you can't fit into where they need to put you. So you've gone there now for three years. They've told you that you're an engineer. Meanwhile, you, you don't like anything about engine. You and engine are not, you don't like engine. You're not fascinated to engine. But the thing is, when you graduated, they said engineer. Then you now feel, I'm an engineer. It's just to flatten you to make you useful for the building of a community that they have in mind. Look at these guys. I've shown you the system of the world. They flatten you so that you're useful. In kingdom, it's the same. You are not useful without those five words. So imagine now, the world is flattening themselves. They, this girl is not an engineer at all, does not like engine at all. Now she's gone to school and every day, she doesn't just go for one day and, re, and rely on miracle. And say, by this time next year, just because the lecturer prophesied, next year you'll be an engineer. In the name of Jesus, next year is your year of engineer. No, you're going to spend like, how many years, Mrs. Engineer? Four years. You're going to be there four years. You're going to be in class. They're going to reprogram all your brain. That brain that doesn't like engineer will write examination about engine. And when you pass, so they just don't take you and say, as I'm holding you by Anna in the name of Jesus, this coming year, as the Lord called me, you will be engineer Hobie. And Hobie shouts, hallelujah, hallelujah. Then rolls on the floor and shake his leg. Huh? It's the other Hobie, I know. <laughs> so, so in, in the life of purpose, how can you think that happens if it doesn't happen in the physical structure? So Jesus said to them, if you don't understand earthly things, who can tell you about heavenly things? So he used parables to tell them about heavenly things. You cannot take your auntie who does not like church. She doesn't like the word. She's just afraid of her enemies. That's why she goes to church, you know. And her enemies are just an auntie she suspects. And what does this enemy do? I've heard the beef. I grew up in church. I have two uncles. Reverend D lives with one. I live with one. These two uncles are pastors. Prayer warrior. In fact, no, one of them, the other wife don't wear hearing because that pleases God. You see, hearing, God can just look at hearing and say, mm, I don't like these things. So. Anyways. The one who don't hear we're hearing told me one day, he said, um, you know, these are Christians. Christians are the most dangerous people in the world. You wonder why I don't have um, pastors. The ones that I have, I, I'm, 
about to knock them out this week. It's going to be a serious knock. It's over. Breaking up. No, it's knockout season. I like, unbe- I like sinners. I love them. You'll see. The relationship is long enough. It's about a year or two now. It's over. I don't like them. At all. <laughs> Imagine this Christian downstairs says, you know, um, your uncle just got a job. I said, wow, praise God. Like, okay. Yeah. Congratulations to him. He said, but um, don't tell them upstairs because I think they are monitoring spirits. Look, so you see why I say these things. This is pastor. They are both pastors. The other pastor, by the suspicion of another pastor, is a devil. Pastors and family members. But you see, can I, can I just tell you this so that you know, we, you guys, especially those of you who, are, who grew up in church, you've been mentally abused. Very. I was mentally abused, violated. There's no reason for anybody to force me to go to night video. Let me choose. There's no need. So imagine, as our mates in America are discovering technology, our daddies dragged us to church to be praying to a God we don't know, that they don't know as well. I said, oh, look at how you turned out today. Look at how you turned out today. I could have turned out better. Who knows? It's like, <laughs> I don't understand. So compared to Elon Musk, <laughs> so I, I don't get it. See, but I know well. So look at this now. Look at what I'm about to tell you. Just to put structure to this thought. You see the job he got pays him about 1,003. Yeah, pounds. 1,300 pounds a month. And this one three, Satan is still not going to let this guy have it. (laughs) Yeah, that's evil. So, but, but it is not Satan through unbeliever now. It's another pastor who is watching well, true to our words, in about three weeks, he lost the job. Yeah, well, well, um, he sleeps at work because, as in, he told me, I go to the bathroom and just put the seat down and sleep. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> what he's not aware of is that his manager at work got to managerial position by sleeping in the bathroom to search. He knows. <laughs> he knows the symptom of it. But you see what is interesting about this thing. You know why I brought it up? I know him well. All his journey here is out of purpose. So when you are out of purpose, you have to use a lot of prayer and fasting to, sub- to try to substitute what faith should be. You see, in the fire line of faith, It is effortless. I don't have God. I say, how can you be this bold and have this much God? I don't. I'm in me. So the God is just me. 
I don't feel danger that much. I have to listen to people a lot to admit danger. And you see, each time I've listened to them and tried to avert danger, guess what happened? The danger happens. I'm talking about faith. So that you can find you. Anything outside of those five words, Shadier, is a failed life already. Emma, indeed. Failed. You can then, I use prayer and fasting and physical or, or things that you can remember. Yours may be different. What battles those five words? And someone has told you, you see, as a woman, the hormones are these and that. And when you see this, this is, women see things this way. Ask yourself, is it within the jurisdiction of those five words? No matter how intellectual it sounds, it is already feeding your system with a food you should not be eating because it's not faith. Anything outside of the subdue. So if Spark Nation matches out, look, if, if the government like they can join Boris Johnson to the prime minister and another prime minister, they can go and get the prime minister of Czech Republic. Then join that to the home office um, lady. Then join it to the exchequer. Honestly to God, nothing can touch you guys. Unless those five words are missing. You're created to just dominate. That's all. So every other situation or problems in your life are meant to bow to you. They say, it's teaching all those kids that they can do anything in life. Kids, Christo is kid. Faith is kid. Look at Chris and say, are you this kid? Really? How old are you? Who are you? It's like matter of the... Actually, kids should have been taught this. So I'm looking back at them and say, I'm teaching them what you refuse to. You invalid... What you refuse to teach them is what I'm now having to tell them when it's almost too late. If it's already 15. Imagine how many words you have in your head. Someone is a plus those five words, I have like 500. Many words. Look, we think that telling people possibilities is the moment someone has to be told it's possible. It's because it's already late. So we are trying to take impossibility out of their mind. And that takes time. So why did I use the kingdom of this earth that you can't be an engineer without three years, four years of lecture? In, in the engineering school, what school did you go to again? Greenwich University. They don't prophesy you into engineering. But in, in um, church school, I prophesy into riches. I prophesy into riches. This guy will then, the guy you're prophesying into riches will then bring his own money. <laughs> I don't understand. It's like in Nigeria, you, you are jobless. You're looking for a job. You still pay for form to fill, <laughs> to fill application form to apply for a job. <laughs> you, you, they train into righteousness 
which is right standing with God. So someone then asked me, oh, you know, I've been here for years and it seems as if nothing has not happened in my life. So because you are repeating class. Did you guys hear about repeating class in this nation? Let me tell you, you don't know it here. In Nigeria, it's a situation. Here, they can just, you have some light. In Africa, if you repeat, you are a disgrace to your parents, you are a disgrace to the community. Like you won't, you won't go to the next class next year. So when people are going to JSS 3, <laughs> you're going to be in JS 2. That's why now she's so tall in the class because she's repeated seven times. So she's angry. She says, all oh, these kids, I'll just slap you. You don't know how long I've been here. They say, yeah, right. You're supposed to have graduated to the next class. And, and can I tell you something? By the time you repeat the class too many times, they just send you out of the school. Nigerian system is so harsh. You're going to go home and tell your parents you're not, grad, you're not going to the next class. Jesus Christ. They used to beat us in church. And someone sits in church on report card day. He's just sitting there. And you're walking. You show them the report card. Say, this side. No, seriously. Then see another one. Say, this side. So they separated you now. And the time you look at the person you are in the side where you know this is going down mad because this guy is a dullard. <laughs> Why am I here with you? That means I'm getting it. I'm getting it. And true to words, the guy pulls out the koboko and starts beating you. You know, Africans parent, African parents are so mentally impaired. No, no, I'm telling you now. That their response to everything is beaten. There is no, there is no intelligence. So they don't believe in the power of words. They don't, they don't believe you can have conversation with a child. So they just pour out anger because it's mental impediment. Stop punching a human being like a goat because you know you know you beat a goat because there's no you can't sit down with a goat and have conversation so i'm saying why are you beating her you you can talk are you not intelligent enough to win the soul of this guy yet you can produce the 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 whatever made him but you can't win his soul either win soul is wise if you can't win the soul of your child and you have to drag them like a goat, it's mental impediment. It's a mental situation. But you see, we can't blame them because that's the way they were beaten to. If your child steals in Africa, you beat. If he doesn't like mathematics, you beat. If he doesn't go to church, you beat. If it's late to church, you be everything just as one answer. Everything is just beating. And look back at our parent and say, I, I used to respect you. I thought I should fear you. But I have no fear for you at all. Just get this in your head. No fear. Because 
there's why would you success must be so fearful you know success success must be so intimidating that it causes your children to obey you so powerful must success be and success is not money it's leadership so if I know that I can't train a child anymore because they've outgrown certain things, my leadership is to take them to the next school of training. You know our parent? It's them or nobody. <laughs> it's them. They are very controlling, possessed and obsessed with a controlling spirit. So I say to this parent then, but when you wanted her or him to be an engineer, you sent them for tutelage. Parents should be enrolling people in Spark and paying us. And saying, look, you, you sent them to schools that just make them have a little part of life. Where they will be exposed now to street knowledge and book knowledge. Don't go there! So what is wrong with you people? Then you wonder why Africa is, a, is what it is. It's the combination of all of them. Either they live there or they don't live there. It's the result of Africa, which is the saddest thing in the world right now and will be the saddest thing in the next 50 years. Yeah. I just said 50 to be decent. I think 150. It's, the, it's their mentality. Do you know how few their churches are? How many people go to their churches? That's why you have to have compassion on younger generation that have started that journey. It only ends in sorrow. Big sorrow. Nowhere else it goes. It ends like the continent itself. Now let me teach this and close tonight. So Hebrews 11.1 1, was the start of faith. It's like, we've discussed this before, is the all of fame of faith. Then it starts with this powerful word. Tell me, please. Hebrews 11, verse 1. Tell me. Now, faith is... Wait, don't rush it. Now, faith is... Faith is what? Tell me now. Confidence. Simple. Now, faith is... Confidence. So faith is. That's all God wanted me to tell you today. Now faith is confidence. You know, I'll take you into the Old Testament just to define confidence, which we'll define in a moment. So why do you need confidence? That's what Adam lacked. Is that the word? Have dominion. Subdue the earth. But he lost confidence in that word he heard. Because there was another man in the garden showing him another life. He should have stuck to the confidence of that word. Now faith is confidence in what we do not see. So I've told you about God before. The real manifestation of God is his word. No one has seen him before. And person teaching about heaven when we get to heaven, blah, blah, blah. I said, have you been there? Have you met one man that came from heaven? One. 
that told you you have a mansion there. Imagine you live all your life expecting that you get to heaven and realize that you're just going to live in Nigeria. Makes no sense. Now, faith is confidence. So, when we were growing up, because we do not have fathers who have confidence, they couldn't inject confidence into us. Faith is just confidence. So God sent through his servant Moses, sent 12 spies to go and view a land if they can overcome it. 12, representing the 12 families, the fullness of God. The 12 families is the fullness of God over men. The expression of heavenly order. That's 12 families. Because 12 is 3. And that's Father, Son, and the Spirit. The totality of God is 12 families. The whole expression of the divine. If God is going to come on earth, it sets 12 families in place. Trinity. When 12 families is complete, forget all those stagnation church meets. You don't need it. It's the nation family. 12. It's 3. I love Sunday's number two. It's very special. It's the third of seven. I've told you that number before. 2022. That's 10. 3 plus 7, 10. Then plus 6. No, tell me now. 16 equals 7. It's a perfect day. Perfect time. Perfect people. Because the number six is human. The number seven is perfection. The number three is God. But anyway, let's leave that aside for now. What was I saying again? So it sent these 12 spies, the whole family. They've now all gone and viewed the land. When they came back, only two came with a good report. The others came with the right report. Uh -huh. Two came with good report. There's right report, then there's good report. Good report means it's fit for purpose. What is purpose? Five things. Have dominion. Replenish the earth. Subdue it. So inside that five, Caleb and Joshua lived. Inside school training, military training, all the other families lived. Ten, the highest number of man. Two, the number of Christ. That's the second Adam because there were two Adams. Joshua and Caleb or first Adam and the last Adam. Two came and said, we're well able to take the land. We can do it. It's like Joshua and Caleb were so naive. The others can view the giant. They know the kind of firepower they have. They know they are, they are no match. The, 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 the ten said, look, we've seen in that land giants. They saw men with six, six fingers on one hand. <laughs> they said the sons of Anak, the people that are yet to be demystified, 
in case you have that scripture. The people that are yet to be demystified, they live on that land. We don't even know, are they men or are they gods? Tell me. Numbers 13, 26. Please. Now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. They brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Then they told him and said, We went to the land where you sent us. Can I quickly show you something from there? You see, the giants that were in the land and all these people that the ten families were afraid of, they didn't stop the spies from taking the fruit of the land. They're not saying don't live here. They're just saying don't come and think you can take over. Because they came back with fruit. It's not that they were staring at them and saying, what are you doing in our land? No, no, no. They need workers in the land. If you're coming as slaves, there's no war. If you do engineering, what war are you going to be involved in? If you're coming as slaves, <laughs> you get your salary, you sign a contract. There's no problem with that, eh? But if you are coming to take us over, that's bloodshed. So they came back with the fruits, tell me. Then they told him and said, we went to the land where you sent us. Uh -huh. It truly flows with milk and honey. Yes. And this is its fruit. Uh -huh. They were allowed to view it. What I'm saying with that is that if your life is supposed to be ordinary, you have no warfare. That's no problem. You, a person thinking you want to just leave. You marry, you have 50 babies, whatever the hell. There's no warfare in that. I mean, you will face the normal warfare of life. Raising kids, buying pampers. and You say, ah, oh, this, this country is so hard. You're paying taxes. Da, 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 da. That's normal. But if you lead elite, that's a takeover order. That means you want to be what you are destined to be. Hema, you will never have problems as a mate. In fact, the, the whole country will be clapping for you every afternoon. So, NHS, can we all come out? As they are clapping for you, they are paying you mad little salary, and footballers are earning times 100 of you. But you've got your clap. There's no warfare. If you don't have house of medics, if you're not in the nation farming, there's no warfare. You have no problem. The problem is the moment you're thinking, you're even entertaining the thought that is not even in our generation at all, in our generational life, to take over. And you don't, you don't even start house of medics knowing what you want to take over exactly. Yeah, so then say, well, I'm a medic. What am I taking of? Will I start an hospital? Will I? You don't need to. All you need to take over are the souls there, the people. They will create the structure. Churches don't have warfare. They close down churches every minute. But they won't put it in newspaper because it's useless for the newspaper. There's no warfare there because they are not asking for any takeover. They're just saying, please, by the end of this month, our gift aid, though, I don't want it to be touched. How much is the gift aid? £2,456. 
the gift aid is already calculated. This one will buy carpet for the church. I'll steal some to pay my school, my children's school fees. I'll steal about 350 and I'll create whatever I create for it. It's spent it. It's no welfare. We're talking about banks locking money. It's welfare. Why? Because there's money there. You won't tell me you've been fighting bank all day because your one five came in. You won't fight bank. When banks see that they are happy, they know that your life has scattered and they are in control of it. Well, you just received 200 and 195 needs to go out. They are not in control. They don't like it. That's a proper warfare. Why are you in that warfare? Because you want to be what your fathers are not. The fathers of the Asian people, they already created a warfare. They did a ziggy zag move and they created a structure. They handed it over to their children. Nobody handed over anything to you. They handed over to be subdued. They told you without words, as you are going out today, go and be subdued. Oh. Be a slave of the earth. If you take one step outside of that order, you look strange. But there's something on the inside of you. If you keep to that order, you look, you're uncomfortable. So they turn to you and say, why do you always like trouble? Why? You don't like trouble. You like to be you. The man God made. The man God comes to the earth looking for in the cool of the day. And if you're going to fit in, I'm not talking to you, Armstrong. <laughs> As he's looking at me with bewilderment, they say, Wow, I've always known this. I'm talking to you. So, in the school system, they won't prophesy us into being a financial engineer. In church, too. You sit under tutelage. You sit under the word, then you become. He can't prophesy you. And tonight, one night, the pastor goes, tonight I prophesy you into wealth. Really? No, you cannot. It's not true. He just wants to use that to take money from you. And taking money from you is not the issue. The issue is that nothing will happen. You will live in delusion of grandeur. It teaches people into destiny. He asks you tonight to check. Are you repeating classes? It's not a problem. You will not be beaten like the African home. You just have to accept that you are repeating a class. Each time, let me tell you this. Each time people, whatever people they are, come against nation family. For me, I see response as a test of if I've grown. Have you developed capacity to lead nations? Or are you still a child? So when the last ones or ones come, I'm thinking, I'm going to get it right this time. I will be in total control. Total. Because that's the class God is looking for for nations. Response to situations. Now, if you can choose your situation, then it's not an exam. 
you can't choose. So you don't know where it's coming from. You don't know how this is going to eat you because God is not particularly concerned about your image. Look, the image people that I know that contested for Nigerian presidency, they got zero. Integrity one, you know, look, do you understand the word zero? Zero means if you add yourself to zero, it's zero. Don't win nations by some perceived image of you, how upstanding you are. People are just saying, hey, we hate you. Humans, you say you are upstanding, I've never talked money, I would say, mm, yeah, we hate you. Imagine the whole nation laughing at a righteous man. Nation laughing and say, oh, he just talks rubbish. Nothing must be as painful. The next day, if that happens to me, I'm I'm cheating. I'm just going to give me the laptop. <laughs> Especially if you've banked your whole life on your righteousness. In the course of purpose, the world is not going to deem you as clean. Because they don't know what the definition of clean is anymore. The world, a righteous person, imagine this now. You see why this righteousness thing, the one that is human does not work. Righteousness means that, look at this. It means that, you can keep your own nice image and watch other people starve to death. So in a country where people are dying, you sorted out your own life and you say, I don't touch this, I don't touch that. But you're watching them die and it's okay. That's why God would then choose a man who has pity for the poor to be above you. Then you're looking at the Bible and say, isn't this thing working? God says, no, your righteousness is yours. My righteousness is different from that which you are practicing. The righteousness is to lose the bond of the wicked, to feed the orphans and the widows at the cost of our lives, to spend ourselves for the have-nots and disregard what the world thinks. You'll grow up to understand how social media... Oh, I can't give one toss. It's not a real world. You ma you're making it real. I'm thinking, what's, what's your business with someone's opinion about you? When their opinion was healthy, did they give you anything? Any one of them ever sent money saying, let's bless Park Nation? Never. So what's the benefit? Because if you're trying to please those people, you and some people should please them because that's where they hit from. But if you don't, the cost of pleasing them is eternal. Because you can't please these people. Never. They are difficult. They are angry with themselves. Most people in life are pained by your joy. Your joy pains them. Your problem makes them glad. Normal to human. Very normal. So you've got to be careful of a circle of non-successful people because how would they explain their failure to their kids and your success? So you see why we don't work with church pastors? How would they explain that no youth is in their church? Everybody there is just saying, Pastor, next week I will be moving back home. 
<laughs> I mean, he's going to back to Ghana. Vasu looks at her and thinks, oh, so 200 pounds tight is gone. Hmm. And he takes the microphone and begins to preach against him. <laughs> How do you explain this? But that's that. Five words. And honestly, I don't know how you're going to succeed in this door. I don't know, guys. Because there are many words. So, Adam, God wanted Adam to know just him. The conversation is it's like the whole work life of Adam is like an hour in a day. The other 20 something hours is just what? A crash course on nation building. A crash course on nation building also means because it involves finances, it means you have to be trained so well that you know that if you are commissioned to do something, there will be an overflow of money for it. Simple. Is that based on logic? No. It's based on faith. What will nation family be or spark nation be if you are gliding through life? You have no story. The fact that you can gather 2,000 people in the face of the ashes on fear persecution is what makes you nation builders. And that's what you're about to achieve this weekend. The fact that in the time of, your seed is more important in the time of drought than in the time of plenty. Meaning that in 17 years, God has never told us to do anything that we didn't do. We just don't hear the word, there's no money to do it. I'd rather die before there's no money to do it, sir, to do something God has us to do. See those belief systems? We should have been trained with it from home. So in the kingdom, so that you can be flat also and fit into divine structure, they send you to school. They don't prophesy your graduation. They don't, they don't fast, you don't fast yourself into graduation. Only mental people in Nigeria they say, this exam I'm going for, this exam, I'm fasting to pass exam. Law class. She's gone to fast. When we were in law, law, law classes, we had born again. We just laugh at those ones. Born agains are like complete dullards. Towards the end of exam, then they start cheating. They then start peeping. They know this thing is not going to work. Start looking. Looking at your paper. Meanwhile, they can smell weed and real skunk on me. But you have to spy because... And because you know me, I know born against well. I was. They just make me laugh. You can't pass exam as a human. But that's the world. In the kingdom, they send you to school. You begin to hear the word. Each time the word comes out, something stands out to you more. That's your own purpose. A guiding light. It calls on the rawness on the inside of you. So a king was going to battle. And Ezekiah actually. And the other king, look at this. The other king asked them to ask Ezekiah. 
what is this your confidence based on? Because the other king is looking at him, thinking, I'll crush you. It's like America and Ghana. <laughs> Russia and Nigeria. And say, well, Nigeria is going to have a, um, a space jet, something that will take us to space. You don't even have a plane that can take you to London. <laughs> like, your colonial masters have to come and say, anyways, if you want to pay to come here, British Airways will come. So, is there any human who is going to go into that space stuff? Because they would build an inferior one because of bribery. So if you want to be sure it works, you ask your president, the old goat, to go into it first. If he goes and comes back, because that's the only people they protect, the elite. Tell me. 2 Kings 18 from verse 17. Uh -huh. The king of Assyria sent his supreme commander, his chief officer, and his field commander with a large army from Lachish to King Hezekiah at Jerusalem. Tell Hezekiah. The field commander said to him, verse 19, Tell Hezekiah, this is what the great king, the king of Assyria says. On what are you basing this confidence of yours? This is kingdom exchange now. So they're looking at this Hezekiah guy, gathering like his kids, his joke army. Like people who are not well trained, heal equipped. So the commander had to come and say, listen, what is this confidence based on? The field commander asked, I'm taking you somewhere because you now know the answer. Now faith is confidence. So if they ask us tonight, like you look at a Whitney and say, yeah, from where you're coming from, well, <laughs> you, <laughs> you've got to join an elite. Like, so you guys are going to do what again? Then you say, take the word. <laughs> like you, you, you're going to take the word. What does that mean? What's the meaning of this? The whole idea, ideology of the nation family, it's not today that people have been laughing. It's been 17 years. In Hashosh House, it's laughable. You see a young guy, 25 years old, well-dressed, thinking that it's going to be something. You know, people are so funny. They, you can finish service and they come tell you about another pastor. Imagine sitting there and say, ah, have you heard of Pastor Ezekiel? Da, 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 da. As if you didn't talk. Say, yeah. Say, ah, the way God is using that man. <laughs> to a pastor, I just finished service preaching to you. Then that guy, if he does his hand like this, ah, the day God touched me. But you came to this. So, but you were here. Why are you here? Why are you not with Pastor Ezekiel? Why? Why are you here? Well, you see, you can't tell them that in those days. But you see what I realized? As you keep focused and you keep moving, certain people don't have access to you anymore. But the thing is, they are also telling another young pastor they have. Have you heard of Pastor Toby? Hi! Wicked, senseless. So I asked him, on what do you base this confidence? 
Hezekiah answered him, but what I wanted to show you is that the, the core of your life, the pillar of it, is the word you're receiving. Faith is confidence in what we do not see. What do we not see? And we pray so much, God. What is the manifestation of the God kind? Word. So, it is not just that we celebrate SoundCloud. It is our confidence base. It's like the bank of confidence. It's when you feel lacking in confidence, the vitamin C is missing. You go to the SoundCloud bank. You take more confidence. You let it shape your day. Hebrews 11 still. That's the confidence. The word, and if you miss out of those five words, there is no base for that confidence. So what is this confidence? That I was made in the image of God, according to his likeness. And I did hear from my leaders, I've heard the word, be fruitful. I have confidence in it. Adam lacked that. So when they offered him a better life, he quickly started eating that fruit. He went to enroll in the engineering school because it doesn't have a sustainable confidence in the word that it was given. The word that it was created to subdue, it started begging to subdue it. It was not meant to beg to subdue it. If he ever studied engineering, it's just a plus on who he is already. Engineering is not going to, to determine or decide who he is. Are you listening to me tonight? Being a word person is more than enough. Now, so if you are now Dr. Emma, it is the word that led you to med medical study. Medical study becomes a tool to use for a purpose. It is not the definition of you. And that's why in the middle of building the, the house of medics, you will fight battles. But do not cast away your confidence. This confidence is the word that established the house of medics. This confidence is the word that established love house. It is that every house in this house came out of the word. So what built you was not that you realized that you have enough money in the bank that you had an overflow that you say let's go and rent a big house for the house of capital if that's the case then you have to destabilize that house and start again but what usually happens is that you were listening to the word and somehow love house came out WOTC came out of your thought because you were listening to the word it is that word that you base that confidence on so when bank account is zero did you hear what I just said? When bank account is zero, remember that you did not start elite because you have a healthy bank account. You add the word. And as long as this word is there, I had no charity registration. I was working Ashosh House until we reduced crime in that area and grew out of the rocky places. There was no number. We grew all the way to Elephant and Castle. We mobilized money by ourselves. We, we ran into two services without going to any father in the Lord or endorsement. I had confidence in the word that I heard in my spirit. Are you listening to me tonight, Swaklesh? so when people are sad because they don't seem to have money you see they are confident bank 
So your confidence was in that money. Uh -uh. What produced all of this was not Instagram. I can shut down Instagram with joy because I don't have confidence in it. I have confidence in the word. I realize that everything that happens to me in my life is redirecting me towards something that is better than what I know. You have to have confidence in that. You have more scriptures to read. Hebrews 11, finish verse 1, then we're going to pray. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for. Did you see that word hope? The writer couldn't describe it any other way. It's like, how can you have confidence in something you're still hoping for? Because the notion of hope itself is logical. Faith is illogical, but it's based on the unseen word. Imagine God coming to Abraham in the cool of the day and say, can you count the stars in the air? Can you count the, the sand by the seashore? And he said, I can't. And God says, so shall your descendants be. But this guy has no one kid. But on the way to the fulfillment of this, God gave him signs of destiny, signs of covenant. So he wasn't barren and poor. Even though his riches now is nothing compared to what God is saying, he gave him signs. Even though God is saying to us that, look, what we have now, we can point to stories of people we've raised. God is saying, uh-uh, that's still not where you're going, but there are signs. Because we have to ask ourselves, we've met adults who think they have confidence to become billionaire. But there are no signs, signposts of destiny. It gives you little signs so that you can see where you're going. That's the whole notion of signs and wonders. If signs and wonders heal, it's just saying in eternal life there's no sickness. It's a sign, but that's not the stoppage. So our confidence tonight is that the fact that I believe God has raised the house to take nations, to build nations. What are the signs the people he has raised? Those are the signs that we can look. Thank you. Those are the signs that we can point to and there's no nation on earth that can deny those signs. They can pretend not to see, they can criticize it, but they know it's there. They are pointers to destiny, have confidence. What is the sign that you can, you can troubleshoot and solve national problems? The way you're coordinating yourself now in the face of unwarranted, unwarranted enmity, unprovoked. Have you seen your PR respond? Have you seen yourselves respond? The, the, the greatest PR response was the Sunday service you did. And the greatest PR response coming up is this third of July. It will never have been said before that that happened to a movement and the next day they were there. The history becomes more visible in time. That's why it's history. You've put it in the archives of destinies of nation so that you stand out. Otherwise, that Sunday service would have just been another Sunday. So what's the big deal? I say, the whole world is talking about I said, now they can look more because we were sleeping. We were sleeping. You don't understand this word. They have to be jump-started. Otherwise, everything just goes quiet. 
As if nothing, if you like, you can go and be dragging widows from left, right, and center and be giving them new husband and the rights to take home with their husband and be giving them new kids. The world will just look at you and say, mm -hmm, they are doing what they should do. They are a church. Uh -huh. Forget new husband. You can go and resurrect their husband. The world will just say, oh, okay. They will not give a care. But well, something just start there. I said, now they are looking more. It's time to showcase yourselves. Now, faith is confidence in what we hope for. Now, the issue with this, finish this. And assurance about what we do not see. For by it, the elders talk to me. This is what the ancients were commended for. I want to close on this. Look at this now. What were the ancients commended for? Confidence. So I'm thinking about the ancients. The number one ancient is God. <laughs> one of the ways they refer to God is the ancient of days. The ancient of days, by faith, what it sees on the inside that is not yet on the outside, he lived it. So I would check Obi's walk, his look, his demeanor. Do you know why they don't allow people that look sad to come into the presence of the king? You can't come into the presence of the king sad because you are demeaning his reign over the kingdom. You are saying there's sorrow here. I was telling one of you, but why were you quiet yesterday? It's annoying me because I'm thinking, you're actually telling me in this rain something is not right. So, no, 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 no. So it's just my quiet day. Yeah, in your quiet day, you know what you do. You get a duvet. You go under your bed and you cover yourself and you die there. Don't come out. When you're approaching the presence of a king, it is with joy and excitement having complete confidence in the word of that king that everything will just be fine. I'm talking about if Pastor Sam sees you in the morning, in the days when there's zero. I've never turned to any of the guys and said, oh, you know how things are going now. <laughs> That's what ladies do. You know, you think money is afraid of you that when you then do this, it would then say, ah. Oh. Money would just say, oh, wow. Money is so stubborn. It doesn't care about your complaint. The more you look down and sad, the more it punishes you. It will, yeah, it will flog you so much so that you never again think of him or talk about him. You'll come with joy because you have confidence in some. The only reason why we obey is not because the obedience is smooth and easy. It's because we have confidence in the one who gave us instruction. It's confidence. I'm just saying, I don't care how sad things are in your life. It's only based on the capacity of your confidence. You have to have confidence like all things work together for good. All things, that's confidence. Adam just thought he's taking too much time. Imagine Jesus went all the way, killed on the cross, 
bloodshed because he has confidence. He, at his last minute, he was quoting scriptures. You will not suffer your only one to see decay. This is absolute confidence in a word he cannot see. So, faith by it, I started with God. Then you see Abraham, everyone who was commended in life. Everyone to whom history is kind. People that history will look back and say, to be honest, they did a great work. It's because they didn't cast away their confidence. They took on something and they believed it to the end. That's why three or two Thursdays ago, I was telling you about this work and I'm saying to you, if you are lacking in one confidence, resign. Because it won't work. It will look like nobody pities you. It will look like nobody cares because we're not going to join you sucking. We're going to look for your confidence, not your strength. Confidence means that in the face of adversity, you're just doing the only thing you know to do. When it looks like things are not working, for by this faith, the now faith, by this faith, the elders obtain good report. I want you to remember something as I try to round up. Livingstone, you can come. Remember that when the word like now faith is comes, it means, listen to this. Please look at me. The word now makes it relevant to time. So if today what you're facing is banking, or media it is a now situation you have to bring out the now faith for it did you hear what i just said because now faith is so what you're facing now is not um people trying to kill you in the market square because of your faith in christianity they face that The slaughter that wants to come against you is against your finances. Now you have to bring out confidence in it, knowing that every reason why you are given is purposed by God and God is going to make this work. Either the devil likes it or not. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. Don't cast that confidence away. It's a now situation. Social media is a now thing. You've got to face it by faith so that you subdue that word. It's faith. And how do you activate that faith? You don't stop talking. What? I'm going to really avoid that song because a lot of Nigerian churches sing it. So I was thinking a lot about it and I said, nah, I'm not going to do it. Thank you. Don't worry. It doesn't have to have confidence. In it. No way. I'm not going down. Any little DNA is a DNA. It makes you him or her. You play this song for our fathers. Our, they, they, by now they say, oh, they have no single confidence. One, they don't have. You see them like um, need that. Ah, Jesus. You tell him, empty your account. You have confidence or provision. Empty it. What is cheap? Then you stand up and say, well, wisdom, let's apply wisdom. Liars. Confidence is confidence. If it is purpose, I don't need to hear from God to give because I know the man telling, talking to me is purpose. So if you don't see the purpose of a pity already, you shouldn't be here. 
And so, what is my faith? It's a person. By the time you get to Hebrews 11, you don't hear the word of faith anymore. You see the people of faith who had the things that they, don't, they cannot explain to others. A time came in the life of Abraham that is no longer explaining that his children will be as many as the sea sand. You can't explain that to anybody. Media cannot understand that. It's like, do you even have a son yet? And you're saying, I don't have a son. And you're saying, well, as many as the stars in the sky are, so will my descendants be. You can't explain that anymore. You know, all you can just do from now, just walk the walk. Did you hear what I just said to you tonight? There is a time that you will explain to people. After a while, you can't tell people the work we are doing anymore. You say it as a work and you keep working. Am I talking to someone tonight? Am I talking to the nation tonight? So where we are, where pity is, where I'm telling you to walk with me, the world will do their thing, we will do our thing. Focus and just walking. Dropping nuggets of results as we go. And saying we have transcended the level of word of faith into men of faith. Give the Lord a big shout tonight. Seat, you can stand anywhere you want. And those who are watching on the internet, wait, I'm not sure yet. You know, don't worry, there's no rush. I've still got time. If you are new to the nation family, normally this time I'm just now starting to preach. Because you can't be prophesied out of you, you have to be trained out. Look, you will know in church when a person is under parental. Not parental as a parent talking to you, your generational pressure. So you look at the guy and say, why are you getting married? Actions are taken most times when people start lacking confidence in something. Someone is actually appealing to your sense and so where is all this going? You're not even a family head. You're not even, so you start to sort yourself out. You know, that's what Adam and Eve did. What every evening? What every evening? It doesn't mean anything. So, so when would you build a life? Because confidence means that we had and we still have confidence, guys. Like I was told church can't grow the way you are doing it. I had to be so sure of me. And the statement of when you're sure of you is like, I will define growth. I could have made five people and define it to the world and call it growth. You see what happened to the church? People started doing church growth conference. It means this pastor now, you know, there was a time pastors in London, they gathered themselves like a bunch of retards, went to Ukraine. They've all gone to learn how to build a kind of church in Ukraine. I didn't go. I just told them, it won't work. Let's bet. You, so when they came back, because the person there used to give food to his church and it worked for him, they came back. Everybody was buying bread from Tesco, talking about rubbish and all those stuff, started cooking. Guess what? They are all scattered. They know where to be found. 
You will find human strategy when you lose confidence. All I just knew was there are three people there. I come with, I have a tape recorder, cassette. I come, no microphone like this, the Bible, and I start teaching the word. And guess what? We've grown more than any church in this city ever. <laughs> what made us, and for many years in the middle of that, it's like nobody's coming to church. We even fasted. Started calling people from the east, west, I commanded to come. It's like people just left to go to east and west. The more you're calling them to come, some of you say, I now live in East London, I can't make it to church, it's far. I thought, stop calling them forth from east and west. It's like they're going there. Oh, now I live in North London, I can't come to church. We just commanded you to come from North London. Say, I can't come. But I found a local church where we'll be praying for you, Pastor. Whatever you've set out to do now, keyboardist, you must have confidence that that can make you a millionaire. Simple. And in confidence, there's nothing like how long will it take. Confidence is timeless. It's just confidence. For by it, the Asian, the people of old, obtained a good report. You want to walk by people just telling you they love you, we're here with you, we will stand with you all the way, da-da-da-da. You go put confidence in human words, <laughs> you'll be so sad. Have confidence in the word. So what is the word for this season? That thou mayest prosper. What is the word for our... We, we, we heard three specific words, and I'll tell you two tonight, and the third on uh, tomorrow. Two powerful words, the pillars of this house is seed and soul. So there is nothing like, well, I just want to know if my seed is working. I don't know if it's working, but I guess you're repeating classes. Because people repeat class and still pay school fees, right? You have to pay school fees. It's a major pillar. And so we have an undying confidence in the issues of seed and soul and willing to weigh it out all the way. There are seeds that look like waste. Complete waste. But guess what? It's still seed. So when people begin to lack confidence in sowing, you have, there are many reasons not to sow. Many. Like, there's no money, which is the chief reason. But confidence in seed is why we chose to live a lesser, more disciplined life. When our friends decided to be, you know, our friends in court, they would travel to countries. Their church is not growing hell. So they would now say, now nah, I'm going on mission to Ghana. In Ghana, there will be crowd. They will then stand. In Ghana, they've now gone to wear a mad cloth, a mad garment with big chain now. And there will be many people. Then they will snap picture. And in the days of Facebook and text message, they will send it to you. This guy says, if you know what God is doing in Ghana. Well, the God who cannot perform in London. is <laughs> now performing in Ghana or Nigeria. There's a crusade going on in the village. He said, guy, come. You left London to go and do crusades for poor people. So they were using all those things to fill a vacuum that they could not wait. You know, they could not have enough confidence to grow 
to wait to believe what God, if God ever sent them anyways. What God sent them, there's no confidence. When people lose confidence, they begin to look for human measures to fill gaps. And so we tell ourselves, can you focus on those two things? Be, be a soul addict. So I still look at the nation farm. You, I don't think you understand how much soul addict PT is. You see, if I spot sense a sinner somewhere, I'm just going to win them. I'll be the one buying the weed for them. This is how much soul addict I am until they detest the weed. Because I have confidence that if, if they are exposed to my lifestyle for five minutes a day, they'll start doing it subconsciously. So I don't know how the church lost appetite for souls. I don't get it. This guy will, will rather protect their charity number and their offering and that gift aid that has destroyed the London church, they'll protect it at any cost. For them, it doesn't matter if anybody comes to the altar on Sunday or not. They don't care. How? I'm saying this so that you can put pressure on yourself for your souls that you've invited for this weekend. You must be so addict enough to know that God does not... Imagine people asking me, look at this question. I'm going to stop in a minute when I'm ready. They said, you know, all these worldly musicians that come to you and you sit with and da-da-da-da-da, they're sinners, they're sinners and sinners, yeah? Hey, I'm looking at these invalid people. I'm thinking, you see, that musician... If it's, let's say it's whiskey. If he's your son. <laughs> if he's your son, nobody can see anything against him. I've seen pastors' kids become actors or actors and they were strict. How the guy smokes a bone and dance with women and say, ah, we thank God for the life of, uh, let's be, we're praying for, they are not praying that, they, look, if he's your son, you'll be praying that he will never be saved. Because one day it's just going to come and say, Dad, I'm not acting or doing music anymore. You say, eh? <laughs> Is it not to sleep with few women? Ah, ah. Ah, ah, go. You don't know this parent. They are the most hypocritical people, people living on the face of the earth. If it's your son, it's okay. But if it's not you, it should, it's a sinner. Said, don't worry, leave me. I love sinners. I don't like pastors. I like sinners. They excite me. I love them. I just, I'm intrigued. I love to watch them. And if what class sinners can decide to come to my house, who am I not to open the door to them? If he's your son, if he's your daughter, no matter how naked she is on the stage, if he's your daughter, it is you that will be removing the cloth for her. He said, don't worry, because she just bought you a house. He said, oh, daddy, they said we should not wear it. He said, don't wear anything. Naked we came, naked we will return. Don't wear nothing. There's no point. Cloth is not good for your skin. If she's your daughter. But it's like, 
because it's not beneficially beneficial to you directly there's no empathy there's only judgment no empathy no no care for soul now you see all the structure of pastor that I've seen all my life I want you to hear this it's what I don't want to be every one of them from top to bottom is all my effort not to be that's what I don't want to be I pray to God not to be I'm praying and walking circumspectly looking at them and say uh uh I will do different I don't want to be this say oh but the Jew I said that's exactly what I'm praying to God not to be I'm not saying there are no certain grace in their life you can take some grace but if the grace will make me be in any DNA I don't want it I'm fine won't be sent so when we pray tonight you know we're going to spend time tonight on three things the two pillars of this house is seed and souls I believe it more than heaven I say well at the close of this they let us pray that we make heaven you see making heaven is just you dying it's not a prayer point if top world musicians and their people can sit in breakfast with a pity and say, uh, say pray and the man says father I just want to thank you for having someone like pity in our lives that we can turn to you you think a camp meeting of one million invalids is more important than that really seriously these guys come to camp every month to pray for miracle for themselves and they are watching their nation go down the drain and if we have to spend a million to hear words like that not induced by us I don't know what's going on in the life of that person for me that's 17 years reward you've made an impact somewhere and that's not just me that's all of us that's souls you've got to have empathy for souls Christ died for them say to a young person why are you going to a church that three weeks now no not five people at altar call why what do you think would happen Rick one what's gonna happen God is there not five souls in three weeks all of you and before you say let's let's pray there are people no five people at the altar everybody is speaking in tongues declaring I declare and it's a lie it's a lie there's no declaration nowhere because I don't mind all those acrobatics fine when you finish can we then do what Jesus came to do are there souls to be saved are they going to come to the altar no then the pastor comes to say heavens are open now I said where is it where where when where when and when you know when we're coming to church this evening I saw the rainbow it's out God's covenant sign but then I realized that this Sunday is pride week 
and I'm thinking, what is God saying? It's just like, I'm thinking, do they research this thing or is God saying something to the nations? Talking about some signs happen, God shows signs. Yeah, it's bread week and the rainbow is out. If you, Ndidi, if you, Abba, if you truly believe, if you truly believe the word, hear me please, if you truly believe the word and you are banking and you are influenced, church, you create an environment at all costs that leaves what you say people will be attracted to you and bringing them to church and to the altar will not be an issue. If you doubt what you call yourself banking for a minute, people will be detached from you because you won't be able to create that environment. When God says, go take a house that costs you a million a month, you'll say, not me, how? And if you don't create that environment, there's no humble musician in the world that is coming to your three-bedroom flat in Dartford. Damn it. They will never come. Let me tell you, even gospel musician won't come. <laughs> gospel musician, you will not step there. But where you live, do you live there because you can afford it? No. Because you have confidence in what you hope for. And this hope will not fail because you are not being ambitious. You're being hopeful. Ambition is that you want to feel that you are bigger than what you are. Hope is, does this fit for purpose? The senior pastor of Spark Nation, where should he be seen? People can only criticize you for so long. You have to weary them out. You weary them out by constant Constance. That's how to really social media, how constant. Then souls will start. You see what souls do? They run back. They see that you keep moving, they move close again. That's how humans are formed. The house of medics is an embodiment of covenant. Because it came from the word. So money can't stop you. Nothing can stop you because you came outside of the word. And if you believe that word all the way through, a day will come when the stoppers, surgeons, and everybody will be in that school called House of Medics. They will learn from there. They will surrender all their wealth to you. For this is how the nation family will get wealthy. The men of this world, whose billions you've heard about, will send for you and give their wealth to you. What is your role in this constant seed and soul? Who is going to close this service for me? We, 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 we want to pray. We're going to spend time just meditating and praying. If you're in the nation family, especially meetings like this, you already know you're not allowed to pray for yourself. You can't. Oh, God bless me. With what? Huh? it's not going to work if this kind of word comes and you start praying that you'll see how God will displace you you just go outside and everything will go wrong 
Because I need you to have confidence in prayers for community and nation building. You know, it, sometimes it makes you feel like you've not done something for yourself because you've not prayed for yourself. So I go into my dad's church and say, oh, we're just going to pray for nation today. <laughs> I'm just looking at you. And my dad will take the microphone and say, enough, thank you. Now you're going to pray. Lift up your voice for yourself now. <laughs> nation. How does that benefit me? Because we are so ignorant. So when we spend time this evening just praying for your souls, that's what we're going to focus on. I'm praying for your seed, your souls, your seed, having real empathy for human lives that God not willing that anybody, so there is no musician from Africa that will get to heaven and say they have no witness. They will say, I know Pastor Tori. I know Spark Nation. And they were willing for us to come. So if they're going to hell, it's just there saying, I didn't just everything that it takes to be something was given to me. God bless you. See you tomorrow night.